I have like a day now, it's me, Alan Smith, where we book the stories of today's paper on Monday, September 25th. So, um, hope I'll be the tip-top weekend and uh, back, back into Monday fighting fit and raring to go. Anyway, front page of paper today is uh, Skipper Sandy, a true legend of fishing fleet. So, the Northeast fishing community has been paying tribute to Skipper Sandy Alexander following his death on Thursday. Um, the 69-year-old was aboard his small creole vessel from it capsized off Macduff. Emergency services were scrambled following reports of a man in the water, but despite their best efforts, they were unable to save him. Family and friends were swift to share their memories of Mr. Alexander for Fraserborough, describing him as a true character of the fishing industry. Uh, his skills were described as legendary by those in the industry for whom he was always available with words of advice or a helping hand. He was a kentaroon in harbours of the northeast, and though largely retired, was often to be found out in his small boat. Its engine is thought to have cut out shortly before it overturned. Mr. Alexander's son, Sandy Alexander, spoke of my dad, my skipper, my best pal, and said, everything I know is down to you. Local councillor James Adams said the tragedy reflected the dangers still present for everybody in the industry. And his friend, Kieran Kelly, posted... May the fish be plentiful in heaven, buddy. So, well, what a shame, um, you know, for, for uh, the money and his family, obviously. And, uh, you know, I just, I think I've mentioned it before, but, you know, I, I'm not a big fish hunt, but um, even though it's off a deer, I didn't mind, I didn't grudge buying the fish, or I didn't grudge him their fancy cars, or this fishing lads, it's the ends that his him, because um, I, for one, would just not entertain getting out in a boat out in the North Sea to try and catch fish for uh, for folk, but, uh, you know, uh, certainly condolences to his family anyway. Now here's a heritage vehicle show enjoyed by hunters. Uh, an annual heritage and tractor day at Aden Country Park near Mintla uh, was a treat for vintage vehicle lovers. The event, the Aden Heritage and Tractor Day, held in the park yesterday at between 11 o'clock and half past three, saw hunters of visitors take part in a host of events. Uh, on show were dozens of old tractors, a fleet of impressive cars, as well as train rides, a bouncy castle, and a farmer's market. Uh, there was even horse-driven carriages on site as a special treat for visitors. Uh, for kids, there was a face, uh, there was face painting, a wheelie fun track, and trampolines. I thought I was going to say a wheelie bin to put them in for the means is misbehaving, but no, no, it's a wheelie fun track. Uh, a men's shed open day and tool sale was also held at the country park. Organisers thanked everybody for coming along. Um, and there's a pickle photos in it all, you know, tractors, and there's, certainly there's plenty of folk milling about looking at them. And, um, you know, when I was a young lad, I never thought I would find this kind of thing interesting. But, um, you know, it's a funny thing. Older you get, you may really like to reminisce about all things that, um, I mean, I didn't mind some of the all, all tractors, but I did mind a good lot of, well, fit would be classed as old-fashioned tractors new, I suppose, and they certainly weren't the, you know, the big monsters of things that they have new. So, um, yeah, I'll, yeah, I bet Abdi had a, had a rare old time, and, um, you know, some old farmer lads would be uh, happy thinking back to uh, happy days when they got a new tractor home, but um, now they're vintage tractors, so time flees on. Now here is a new... South Harbour open day has a public buoyed, <laughs> and this is a well. It was bracing breezes and booming ship horns. Aberdeen South Harbour's open day definitely captured the northeast attention. 
yesterday's event marked the first time uh, a lot of folk were able to see one of Aberdeen's biggest maritime projects in person. There was queues of traffic big enough before the gates were opened at the start to the special sneak peek was a busy one. Curious individuals and families were quick to pick up a ticket to get a look at the new £420 million key side. The new South Harbour expansion was officially opened by on, um, on Friday by Princess Anne. Leaving a plaque in her place, the Royal also unveiled a specially designed acropod to commemorate the opening. Now, if you didn't care what an acropod is, which I didn't, they are concrete blocks designed to resist the action of waves on breakwaters and coastal structures. Almost 9,000 have been laid in the area to create a calm space in the harbour, so... Well, you learn something every day on the Doric Express. Um, Fran Tomlinson and Stephen McHugh from Ferry Hill have been watching the harbour's progress since the first block was laid. Ms Tomlinson said our daily escape was coming down on the bikes and seeing how the harbour was growing. It's nice to get an idea of the scale of the harbour. It's just nice to have an opportunity to come down. Uh, Standing in, uh, in front of the city's landmark giant letters, which were moved from Castlegate to the new harbour, a popular photo point, the booming horns blare intermittently. They were coming for two large ships for folk have been invited to have a look around and apparently have a go at blasting the horn. So, what a What fun that would be. Um, so, the, uh, here's a couple of folk from Varuri visiting George Reed and Sandy Anderson. They were a little worried at first about getting and following the ports of busy queues. Um, but they said we were a bit worried, but we'd not bother have a... If an asked what they wanted to see, it's just it's a big project for Aberdeen and it will be great to have it, uh, all the big ships coming in. Uh, while it was a little breezy towards the end of the event, the day was held as a massive success. Uh, and I was certainly speaking to folk a day, asked morning at work, and um, you know they were all raving about it, said it was a fantastic uh, day, and certainly um, they reckon Aberdeen will be, be very busy with cruise ships coming in. And, you know, I think we mentioned last week at some of the shops were saying it was a bit of a, a boost already with just the, the visitors coming in. So long may continue and, you know, hopefully it'll spur on the rest of Aberdeen uh, council and businesses to get the place spruced up and make it a, a great destination for folk to visit. Now here's a uh, bathing waters contain sewage, so this is uh, nay great of The Scottish Liberal Democrats have condemned filthy practices after figures revealed 50 of Scotland's 89 bathing waters were deemed to contain unsafe levels of sewage. Uh, analysis by investigative journalism platform The Ferret, <laughs> or The Futret as it would be up in Aberdeen, found that since the start of May, more than half of the wild swimming spots uh, breached European safety limits uh, for uh, bacteria at least once been tested. The highest levels were found at Lower Largo Beach in Fife. Oh my god, I think I've been there, but thank god I didn't get swimming in the water. It was a bit parky. Uh, one of my levels down here were at least 50 times the safe limit on three occasions, according to the f figures. Liberal Dem leader Alex Cole Hamilton has accused Scottish government ministers of letting Scottish water off a hook. The contamination is typically caused by heavy rain, which uh, leads sewers to overflow or washes uh, animal uh, poop into the waters. Uh, Scottish Water has said not all cases of contamination are linked with discharges from sewers and said it, uh, access it, uh, it assesses levels regularly. Uh, the Scottish Government has been approached for comment, but uh, there's obviously nobody available, but 
Um, Gads, well, it doesn't say for other reasons, but it's, um, you know, no doubt there'll be some up through North Nick of the Woods, and that's uh, just awful. And I think there's more and more folk getting on a case with us now to say, you know, companies just kind of de-art been bitten uh, for Sue's going to end up in a, just out in the sea for folk are going to be swimming about. So, um, nee, ça va. And uh, certainly put me off, but um, swimming abroad, nee, bother of no. Never think about it, so. Now here is a Farm Foods is eyeing up a former barracks for a new supermarket. So Farm Foods could transform an eyesore site on Aberdeen's King Street into a new supermarket. The frozen food specialist is considering a turning a plot of land at the corner with Dawn Street into its latest northeast shop. It would mean the demolition of 50-year-old former barracks building. Uh, representatives for the chain recently discussed the plans understood to be in their early stages with Old Aberdeen Community Council. The firm, which has its roots in the city with the first branch opening in Woodside in 1954, is working on plans for the Roy Strathdee building. The former Territorial Army Barracks building was hit by a fire in 2019, uh, while left empty and up for sale. In March 2020, plans to demolish it to make way for a block of 86 flats. It was lost, but it all fell through after the pandemic came on ago. And at that time, the venue was turned into a COVID testing centre. Um, so as that uh, eased off, it was vacated and it has uh, been left empty ever since. The community council was recently told that the buildings uh, cannot be repurposed and will be removed under the new vision for the site. Uh, Farm Foods says its planned branch would be um, 1,500 square metres, marking it slightly littler than the nearby Little. It would come with 61 parking spaces uh, and 11 electric vehicle charging points. The firm said there's, there's a retail deficiency in this bit of Aberdeen, but that the neighbouring Little, King Street, Morrison's and Berryden Sainsbury's would be hardest hit by the rifle opening. Um, if against the plan, it would be keen to welcome the first shoppers in early 2025. Um, well, nobody seems to be quite up for it, and they're not half getting going because uh, Farm Foods is building a a new place on, if it used to be the all, uh, doctor's uh, surgery, but uh, in Inverurie, so it was a knock at doing, and uh, they're going on and beginning a, a new place here now, so uh, farm food certainly on the way up, and, uh, you know, I think all those places are building, well, like that, Inverurie, I mean, that's slap bang right in the middle of the tune, so I think it'll be a bit of a hit there, and, you know, this place here for uh, catching students, I think, I think will be a bit of a winner, so... Um, Somebody's got their heat screwed on it. Uh, farm foods. Now, just finish up with sport as normal. And um, uh, back page of the paper is uh, lessons learned after Eurogame. So, uh, Aberdeen boss Barry Robson insists valuable lessons have been learned about how to recover from Euro group stage action for Premiership games. The Dons uh, thrashed Ross County 4 now on league duty episode yesterday, less than uh, 72 hours after facing Eintracht Frankfurt in Germany. Uh, so, two goals for Miofsky, uh, in for Duke and uh, Jimmy McGrath, uh, shot down Ross County and fired Dons to a first Premiership win of the season in their sixth league fixture. So, near four time, but um, you know, a couple of folk was in saying they, they played very, very well yesterday and uh, things seemed to be on the up and up. And uh, once the strikers, you know, got a couple of goals or a goal each, then, you know, hopefully they'll be near stopping them now. So, um, things are uh, returning to normal and I'm sure everybody will be. Um, scooting up that league if we can say Jack Robinson so all's well uh, and, uh, 
we fit by now. I was kind of off it for a wee while, but um, all good again. So uh, well done, and come on, everybody. Now, what's me done for the announcement? We published the results of today's present journal on Monday, uh, September twenty fifth, twenty twenty three. So um, <clears throat> a very mixed kind of day up in the buildings today. I mean, it's certainly not callous. It's quite mild, but um, just a wee drizzly sewers on and off through the day, and. Um, Sometimes I've had black, like you thought it was going to be a big belt of stuff, and it was a couple of heavier kind of shoes, but um, overall pretty reasonable. Then after that was passed, it was like the sun would blink out and it was absolutely bailing, but only for about two, three minutes ago. So it's um, oh, it was a so-so kind of day, I suppose is the best we can say, but um, when they bother me after Wednesday, so the morning will be the last Doric Express until the, um, well, I think the 9th or uh, October or something, so we're going to walk for a few days. Uh, the warmer climbs so um, <clears throat> thank you very much for listening to this uh, podcast, I hope you enjoyed it, if you did please make sure and tell you know anybody you can about it and uh, even if they're not from Aberdeen they can try and uh, listen in and learn the lingo and they'll be up to the, up to the speed where the goings on in the northeast of Scotland um, and um, you know best way to do it is uh, follow us on Spotify um, you know uh, that's just uh, the coolest way to follow the Doric Express. Um, you'll never miss an episode and you'll have access to hundreds and hundreds of all episodes which will, um, you know, keep you going for a long, long, long time. So, um, in the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Doodle.